Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Trading Coach Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about indicators, how not to become overwhelmed by them, and how to use them in a more practical way. But I do like the stochastics. It just gives me a very similar look to the RSI, but it, but there are slight differences. So what's interesting is, right, I was, I was doing, um, I did a podcast last night, right, talking about kind of trading biases and, and strategy developing and, and filtering and how, um, you know, basically how sometimes we give up too early. And I was talking a little bit about just explaining what strategy development is and what filters are. And we look at filters, filters are like different indicators or signals that either help us get into a trade or, or tell us to stay out of a trade. Um, and I talked about how, you know, there are different filters for entries. There are different filters for exits, right? Stops or targets. Um, and there could be multiple filters as well. One thing you want to avoid, we show it, we showed a picture every uh, webinar is having too many filters. You don't want a hundred million things on your chart because then you get kind of a analysis paralysis, right? I, I remember back back in the day, right? Back in my day, when I was new to trading, I was learning about indicators. I went on this, this journey, right? Let me know if you guys have ever done this as well. I went on this journey where I was just searching the internet and reading books. Um, and every time I saw a new shiny indicator, I'd be like, ooh, I'm going to add that, right? So it was like, I just read about 10 different indicators that gave me signals to buy. And my genius mind said, okay, well, if each of these indicators by themselves, right? Again, this is stupid appeal because no indicator by itself tells you anything. Um, if each of these indicators by itself tells me when to buy and sell, if I just take all 10 of them and throw them on my chart at the same time, and wait until they all line up, I will get the best buy and the best sell signals. Woo, Forex money, here we come. And I started plotting out how long it would take me to become a millionaire. Real story, not even lying. I think it was six years. It was six years to turn like a, a $5,000 account into a million dollar account. Right, I was I was counting counting my chickens before they hatched, which you should never do. I actually just spoke to, I went in the other day to get my uh, renew my CPR certification, and I, I was uh, I'm trying to be more social. Right, I'm not a very social person, and my wife's very social, so I try to be more social and make small talk and make people feel good. I'm working on it, guys. And I was talking to the person that did my certification, and and um, she's got kids around my age, and and um, she basically lives on like a farm. She has chickens. And um, 
Yeah, she basically explained some very brutal stories of, of why you should not count your chickens before they hatch because of the death rate. And it was it got really sad real quick. But anyway, don't count them before they hatch, right? That's what I was doing. So I go ahead, I throw these 10 indicators up in my chart, right? I, I got I got I got barely any chart left on my screen, right? I don't even I couldn't even see a price chart. It was it was it was all the way up in the top, right? The whole bottom you know, eight tenths of the bottom was filled up with indicators. And I'm just waiting and waiting. I, I didn't know anything about tweaking indicators either. So I just used the default value because, you know, the default value has to be the best, right? Why else would they make it the default? And I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting for these signals. And I'm waiting and I would get like two. And I'm like, okay, here we go. I get like four. Okay, here we go. I'd get like nine. I'd be waiting for that 10th one. And then by the time I get that 10th one, the other nine would, would give me a opposite signal. And Long story short, Jimmy says I was an indicator inspector, right? Inspector gadget, do 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 do, inspector gadget, right? Long story short, I never I never got a trade. I never got a trade, right? So you don't want to use too many indicators. You know what what I've learned over the years, and I did go through a period where I was very highly against indicators, and I'm not sure if it was. I think it's because I went from that kind of dumb style of trading to strictly on price action. And I was this, this weird, stubborn type of place where it's like, my you know, I had to be that way because, you know, it, it's it's very hard to be confident in yourself if you don't kind of fully buy in. So I fully bought into, I'm like, indicators are stupid. It's price action only. And then after, you know, becoming successful and becoming more open-minded, whatever, I've grown to like indicators more but understand their role a little bit better and, and, and how they operate. But you don't want too many indicators on your chart because one, it's gonna give you confusion. It can give you paralysis analysis. Um, and two, if you're gonna use different indicators, you gotta make sure that they're telling you different things. There's not necessarily a value in having multiple indicators that give you the exact same signal, right? The Just how an indicator should complement price action. If you're using multiple indicators, one should complicate or complicate one should complement <laughs> it shouldn't complicate one should complement the other indicator or at least give you a slightly different look to provide some confirmation so i, I do like the stochastics for certain purposes um i use it a lot in my testing um but as far as my personal trading and how i trade right now the rsi is the one that matters most to me um but the stochastics would be second um What's your what's your favorite indicator, guys? While while we're while we're on on topic, what indicator do you like? What's your go to? The RSI. Sarah says stochastic set to five, two, three, fast one, great in tandem with the RSI. Who is it? Uh, Roberto used a really fast uh, fast uh, stochastics as well. He used that with his inside bar strategy. Yeah, I like a, I like a fast I like a fast I like a fast stocks as well. Some of you guys, we got some moving average people in here, right? Any volatility bands? Any Keltner channels, Bollinger bands, Deutschian channels? MACDs? Usually MACDs is the, the popular one. No Mac, no MACDers in here? I was never a big MACD fan. <laughs> Sounds like an old, like an 80s hip-hop group, right? MACD. Uh, Jimmy says, took them off, expect, uh, except learning, use RSI. Yeah, I, you know what, Jimmy? I, I, and I, I, I think that's a, 
I think if you learn learn price first, that, that's that's always my opinion, um, because I, I I think if you I think I think we have to we have to accept that indicators complement price. I, I think if there's a hierarchy, and again, it 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 doesn't mean that you can, you can't have an indicator based strategy. I'm working on one of that right now, but indicators move off of price, so price is always going to be king. I, I think we can all agree on that. Price is king because indicators won't print until price does something right so if you understand price and you understand how price moves and you understand what you're looking for in price i think it's easier to understand your indicator because now you can see how your indicator is reacting towards price you can tell if your indicator is complementing it if it's going against it you can learn how to tweak your indicator again that's a, a very underrated skill the ability to tweak your indicator to give you what you want and when i say give you what you want i don't mean force something but you may need to speed something up you mean you may, you may need to slow something down in order for it to capture what you want it to capture or complement the way you want it to complement so i think if you learn price and then you go back to that indicator and now you look at it in a different light i think that could be very helpful because now all of a sudden you can read your stochastics and you can look at like a lower, low, lower close. And you're like, OK, I, I want that cross to happen right at that swing point, right near that lower, low, lower close. I may need to speed the stochastics up a little bit or, oh, this is giving me a signal too quick. I might need to slow this down some. I, I think that's uh, it's pretty cool how you have that change in perspective. My favorite indicator is the horizontal line tool. My favorite one, support and resistance, the horizontal line tool. Good old, good old, good old sideways line. Nothing beats a good old sideways line, right? Uh, Jimmy says, yes, reading price action is now a lot better for me and just using that RSI as a strict compliment. Nice. Good, 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 good. Cool. Cool stuff. Um, Prasad says, yep, horizontal lines. I'll, I'll count it as an indicator. It, it indicates something for me. <laughs> it probably doesn't count as an indicator, right? It's not, it doesn't really do anything, but it's... It, That'll be my favorite tool then. That'll be my favorite tool. George said back in the day I used to use a MACD. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. Awesome. So anyway, trend continuation trade on, on pound dollar. Um, we had to double with a higher, uh, lower, low, lower close. Your first strike. Double top would have been a second opportunity. You can look for a 26.18. Of course, if you get a fresh break, that restarts the cycle and you can look for the same stuff all over again. So cool, 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 cool. guys enjoyed the show if you did do me a favor give this podcast a follow also don't forget to subscribe to the youtube channel i've got videos and new stuff coming almost every day of the week just youtube search akil stokes and you'll find me